This is Anshu Bahanda on Wellness Curated. Thanks for joining me on this podcast. My mission is to empower you with health and wellness so that you can then go and empower others. I have with me here today Shobhna Cook. She's based in Sri Lanka, in Colombo. She is an astrology, she does Vedic astrology. She's a tarot card reader. She's a homeopathic consultant. She's a Hatha yoga instructor. And she also is a yogic lifestyle counselor. So welcome to the chat, Shobhna. Thank you. And I was telling everybody, I have always been fascinated with astrology and tarot. Um, and we will go into reasons with you as to how it can help people and be used productively. Um, so Shobhna, tell me, what is wellness to you? Wellness is being able to live a life of gratitude and to be able to serve and be relaxed in you know, all your manners with ease to be able to take life. For me, that is well pain free in mind body and spirit and sometimes you know it's, it's a constant working because we carry a lot of things so I don't I, I, I like to think of it more as a journey mm -hmm. um, as a destination so for me wellness is being able to live you know your most fulfilled grateful life and to be of service and to be able to, you know, continue your duties, to be active. Um, but I, I feel like there's also that heart full of gratitude is yes. also in that wellness journey. Yes, yes, that's lovely. And from what I hear from, we have a very close friend, Shobhna and me. And from what I hear, um, you know, you do lead a life of service and gratitude. I try, we all try to do our bit because I feel, I feel, you know, if I'm able to, I should share. And if I'm able to, I can do a little bit more. And, you know, unless for whatever reason, I'm not functional. I, I believe that there's a lot to be grateful for and there's a lot to do. And I've been blessed that my body is working, my mind is working, I can share skills, I've been fortunate to learn lots of different things with incredible teachers along the way, and it would be a shame for me not to be able to share those things. Very lovely, very well put. So tell me, how does astrology work? And how does the position of the stars and the planets when you're born affect you for the rest of your life? This is a big question that everyone, everyone's fascinated about, sometimes a little contentious because it also, um, in some spiritual faiths, you know, this over-reliance on astrology that we consider as a map, mm -hmm. sometimes an obstacle along some people's faith paths. For me, how I see it is that it's a snapshot of all the different nine Navagraha energies available to us when we came into this body in this journey. Mm -hmm. And through the different views of it, we can also see the karmic balances 
our strengths and weaknesses for me it's more than you know it's not about the fortune telling element of it but for me it's a hugely important um self learning tool about knowing who we are what is this soul journey and what is this body and i find it gives me it gives me a map it gives me a guideline about you know where am i where am i needed what am i good at what do i need to be careful of who you know who can i run with who do i need to sit down with more and be careful with so there's lots of information for um, i like to think of the map the astrological chart for me it's a map i feel like we are blessed to have this knowledge and to be able to navigate because i believe we still have free will we have choice even though there are certain planetary influences that um will have a huge impact on our lives we still have choice in this human life we have an intellect and we are able to decide you know left turn or right turn mm-hmm. so i think because you have an astrological reading doesn't mean you take your hand off the wheel and say whatever i think it's 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 a tool mm-hmm. uh, i um i wouldn't be locked by it mm-hmm. i feel like i just want to be guided by okay. that lens through that lens and okay. what i love most the structure that astrology gives us okay what i love about astrology is that it gives me that structure but it also shows me you know where i have free will and then when i bring in tarot which i think anyone and everyone should get a pack and yes. they definitely play with it because there's so much wisdom and so much you can learn from these little quick readings okay how tarot works and how that's different from how astrology works so the tarot pack has 78 cards it's like it has 22 main cards which i would say could be compared to um to, to the same the different tatvas like we talk about in astrology and in the vedas those are universal to all living souls to all the consciousness the other cards are much more um the characters situations they're changing but 22 are eternal for you for me it's universal so the tarot combines our soul universal journey along with these mundane choices we have to make so if you have a, a difficult small card it's a temporary thing it might yes. just be right now okay. whereas when the major arcana have uh, more powerful messages for us we must really sit down and think about it so i would say you know maybe this is something we can do at some point is like a quick tarot you know course yes that would be lovely i do i i learned by reading lots of different books and playing with my cards and becoming friends with them really you know i carried them in my bag i put them under my pillow when i slept so it really started vibrating at the same frequency as me so i could tap into it and it would give me a birds eye view of something i was struggling with okay. and maybe your hands are tied with the technology at the moment because we were having some so it could be that she's always tying me up in <laughs> <laughs> um and tell me so the what is the 
what is sort of the energy behind the way you do the tarot? Do you set an intent and then expect that, you know, an answer to that? It's more open. So I sort of say a silent prayer within myself for my higher guidance. Okay. You know, for whatever that message that I need to hear. If I'm reading for someone else, then I ask to be guided to help them in whatever they want light shed on. Okay. Um, but I don't set an intention only because then it limits with, it limits something. Okay. So I, I, I sort of open myself up to uh, make me a channel. Show me what I need to know. Okay. okay. Guide. Okay, um, very nice. Of the tarot as a little light, like a torch, shining a light on places that we can't see with our human eyes or we are not able to understand. So it gives me another perspective. So it's and your way of communicating with the universe. Yes, with my higher self. You with know? your higher self, with your divine self, yes. I feel like it's all still here. The universe is, is us. Yes, yes. So I, I just ask for clarity. And, and then I get into a conversation with the cards. So I okay. enter, you know, saying, guide me, show me. Then the cards trigger a question or a thought or something like that. Then you can ask a question like, you know, should I, should I go tomorrow mm -hmm. to the beach land or should I not? You know, something even as mundane as that, the right. cards can help us with those things. But I wouldn't say, um, I, I, I think of it more like as a daily wisdom drop, you know? Okay. To just forget. Because it's constantly trying to harmonize us from the human mundane world to our higher self. Okay, very nice. And um, I know that you've spent a lot of time healing people. Um, tell me how can one use tarot and astrology for healing purposes? I mean, given what's happening with COVID at the moment, that question is on everyone's mind. Yes. So how I like to work my homeopathic practice also is that sometimes, you know, just the homeopathic repertory is enough. Somebody comes to you and they're very open and they start, you know, they're aware of themselves that they're, they're sharing. So it's easy for us to repertorize. But sometimes someone comes with a chronic, you know, um, migraine that they've had for years and they've tried mm -hmm. lots of different things. And they're not so open to, they're not, they're not aware of, the mind link, mind body link, maybe. Mm -hmm. When we do something like a tarot reading, they can connect. The, visually, they see cards that trigger something within them and speak to their subconscious mind, to those archetypes. Okay. And then might say, you know, I see that this friend is kind of stressful for you. Has there been something going on? And then they would say, oh my gosh, yes. You know, every time I go and see my friend. I might get this headache. So right. we start to put dots together. Okay. Oh. One. So I find that the tarot is a, it helps people talk. It's, oh. It is part of a more of a counseling guidance therapy um, tool. Mm -hmm. And the astrology helps me to show them where their strengths and weaknesses are, what they have to be careful, where they're going, what's, 
you know, what was this whole journey in this human body about? Mm -hmm. And the different influences, you know, it also depends so much about the dust you're going to. I, I find I often meet people when they're just going through a Saturn. Okay. Going through their Lagna Erastika, um, or they're just entered into a Saturn Dasa. And, and it's very funny because when I meet people for the first time, for a first reading, more often than not, Saturn brings us to meet Oh, wow. That's amazing. Okay. You know? And when I see that, I'm reminded to then just go through with them, what is their personal sadhana? And I think to me, that's one of the most important things is like it, it doesn't have to be an elaborate practice but what is your practice you know how do you reflect um how do you take time out for yourself so when we look at the different planetary influences and what it's asking us to do when when it's a certain time it's really about learning mm -hmm. the universal philosophies the universal truths it doesn't matter from which faith or from where in the world it is, but it's a time to learn truths, eternal truths. So this and, is Saturn or Shani, as you know, it's called yeah. in Hindi. Yeah. Yes. And then it's also about being humble. Mm. Because Saturn is our biggest teacher and Saturn doesn't like egoistic students, you know. Right. So might have to give you a bit of a whack with the stick. <laughs> you the ground and really beautiful things happen when knees hit the ground lovely um but uh, and uh, tell me Shobi now I know you've been doing this for a few years how much of a role does intuition play in it and have you developed like a sense of intuition now that you've been looking at people's charts and at tarot cards yes I actually started reading cards when I was 15 so it's been a long time <laughs> oh but uh, I thought you were 20 now <laughs> uh, uh, I think plays a big role because that's it's from there that I hear the messages okay and it's from there that I'm able to connect from three different places from the homeopathy to the tarot to the astrology and even the yoga practice or the pranayama practice I, I do tap into my intuition a lot and I think that you know when people come to see um wellness consultants, astrologers, whatever, sometimes they feel that the power is with the healer. But yeah. actually, the healer is only unlocking the doors for you. Mm -hmm. Yes. And one of the things I have felt really strongly over COVID was that it's given everyone an opportunity to really take things into their own hands because we yes. were all running outside, you know, making appointments to see me or other yes. people over the place. It was very external. Mm. And suddenly we all got locked in all over the world. Everyone had to stay home and everyone yeah. had to go in. And I really felt strongly for many years in my homeopathic, my clinical practice, that I was, I had met souls and I had the time during that period to work with them, to teach them different things. And when we came into COVID, it was beautiful because I know that people I had come into contact with, like I'm sure so many other people who've worked with healers and astrologers and all these people, they had tools. Yeah. So I, you know, 
know, you, it's almost like every family would then have a little lighthouse, you know, people who had access to another perspective. So there that, wasn't, you didn't have to spin your wheels, really. Yes, you, that's really lovely, Shobi. That was very, very nicely put. So, and tell me how accurate are modalities to you, like astrology and tarot? Are they very, very accurate? Yes, I find them to be very accurate. The, I would only say it depends on how finely tuned your tools are. Okay. You know, how you look at your cards matter. And of From course, astrology is a lot more complicated to learn, right? Because you have to, it's about calculations. Yes. It is. Um, I would say the great starting point with astrology is your own chart. Uh -huh. And when you learn start reading and today between COVID and then just technology, we have access like you and I are talking, you know, there are people all over the world who are specialists in so many different things from the Nakshastras to Vedic astrology, uh -huh. incredible lectures and lessons. So the resources are at our fingertips now. Yes. And, yeah. and at a time, I think humanity really needs that timeless knowledge. So if people are so inclined, there's lots of, lots of information out there. And, uh, and tell me, what advice do you want to leave people with that you want them to think about, uh, you know, when it comes to astrology and tarot? What I want, I, I think one of the things that we need to all think about is this time in the world we're collectively going through. It's not country, it's not just one tribe or one place, it's all of us. So there is a huge influence of the collective consciousness that, you know, we are all connecting at this time and we're also disconnected. Uh -huh. And I think we have to each do our own fine tuning within ourselves and sort of realign our heart centers to think of everyone because COVID has separated us, but we're united mm -hmm. on another realm. So yeah. I, I um, to really think about that and just as an interesting astrological tidbit is that we just came out of a Kalasarpa Yoga uh, oh. on the 14th of April this year, last week with the new year dawning. And last year, we were all stuck in this Kalasarpa Yoga, which means on the Rahu Kehetu axis, all the planets were on one side. And it was almost like a stuck a, a lockdown, a planetary lockdown. Yes. So when we stepped out on the 14th of April last week, we stepped out after a long time energetically. And the first foot forward that we put was Mars, which is action. Uh -huh. Mars represents action. Action, okay. And vigor and strength. And sometimes it might also have to take, make some hard decisions. Right. You know, right. we may have to call out some things. If something is wrong, it's wrong. And Mars is very... Um, Mars is a little bit hasty and runs around, but Mars will call it out. Right. right. So I think it's important for us to remember that after all this time of being stuck, 
we're coming out with Mars and with action. Mm. So in our own actions, how are we going to step forward into this post-COVID world? I think it's an important one. So maybe when everyone looks at their cards and goes into their, you know, personal meditations, it will be clear. I might, I might live very differently to how I lived. Lived before. Yes, yes. Yes, I for one, my life I think totally changed. So I see what you're saying. Yes. And I see even for myself, so many changes took place by just waiting quietly within. Yes. And, yes. I, and I urge us all before we start thinking about vaccine and zipping everywhere and coming back to our old lives, maybe there are some pieces that we don't need. Yes. We need to do some rethinking. I love what you said about collective consciousness and opening our heart centers and sort of tuning ourselves to the vibration of more than just us. That was beautifully put. Very beautifully put. Thank you so much. That was such a lovely talk. It was such a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. Lots of love. Lots of love. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the Wellness Curated podcast. Please subscribe and tell your friends and family about it. And here's to you leading your best life.